0: Hi everybody and welcome back to this week's episode of cold girls in this episode i will be covering the disappearance of claudia lawrence claudia went missing on march 18, 2009 and was 35 at the time of her disappearance the strange thing about her case is that although it is unsolved police have ruled foul play as the most likely outcome of her case As I go through this episode, you'll hear about many individuals who have been arrested, but her true fate and her whereabouts are unknown. Claudia was born in Moulton, North Yorkshire in England. When she went missing, she was working as a chef at the University of York. In some university settings around the world, when the campus is quite large, it is often divided into smaller units or buildings called colleges since the university is so large these colleges serve as a home base to manage the large student body and each holds their own residence etc. Claudia worked at the Goodrich College at the University of York in the Roger Kirk Center which was a student cafeteria. The day she went missing she had been seen near her home in Melrose Gate after returning from work. Claudia had walked three miles to get home that day, and this was because at the time her car was unavailable. According to an article from The Examiner Live, a friend had offered her a lift and drove her the rest of the way home. She did go into her place, as later that evening she had phoned her parents and made plans with her mother to spend Mother's Day with her. Later that evening, around 8.23pm, she ended up sending a text to a friend. As it goes with many of these cases, Claudia failed to show up for work the next day for her early morning shift. Her workplace attempted to get a hold of her, but there was no answer. Claudia's cell phone was then later shut off around noon, which police determined through their investigation was done deliberately and not through loss of battery. Claudia had also been scheduled to meet a friend later that evening, but she didn't show. On March 20th, the friend who Claudia was supposed to meet still hadn't heard from her, so she contacted Claudia's father, Peter. Peter ended up going to Claudia's place and found the home empty. Claudia was then reported missing to police. So begins the investigation into Claudia's disappearance. When police searched her place, they found her bank cards and passport, but her purse, her phone, hair straightener, and chef's uniform were missing. This suggested that Claudia had, in fact, left for work, but didn't make it there. Police have, to this day, been unable to recover any of the missing items. Passersby reported some suspicious sightings on the 20th of March. One included a couple outside of the university arguing at around 5.30 a.m. and another was CCTV footage of a man who looked suspicious outside of Claudia's house and this was reported around 5.50 a.m. During the early stages of her investigation, Claudia's parents offered £10,000 as a reward for her safe return. In US dollars, this is about $12,500. The family also pleaded for the driver of a Ford Focus to come forward, as in the CCTV footage outside of her house, this make of car is seen parked with the brake lights coming on. According to Reddit threads of people who knew the area Claudia lived in, and according to some Google searches of the area, it wasn't a particularly dangerous area where lots of crime occurred. So perhaps the car that was seen around her place was linked with her case rather than just someone being a creep in the early morning hours, but nothing can be ruled out officially. With all of these different time stamps in mind, and there are a lot with this case, the very last confirmed physical sighting of Claudia was 3.05 p.m. on March 18th. She left her home and had a conversation with a woman who was holding a stroller and then passed the Nags Head. This was a pub that she frequented quite a bit with her friends. This pub is also an important marker because Claudia attended it so frequently and had a lot of close friends who went there as well. Claudia's father believes that the answers to her case lie within those who frequented the pub. This is because they may have been privy to more elements of Claudia's life than others were. Unfortunately, on June 2nd of 2009, BBC Crime Watch aired an episode that featured Claudia's disappearance, and the portrayal was not the greatest. The host of the show pushed the detective on the case, Ray Galloway, to discuss areas of Claudia's life such as personal relationships, and this ended up framing her life in a way where it appeared that Claudia was leading a very secretive lifestyle. This is also something that happens in a lot of cases where young women go missing. This supposed secret life became the focus of the investigation for a bit. Although Galloway did say there were some relationships that her friends and family were unaware of, he later apologized stating that he didn't intend for it to come out the way it had on the show and for Claudia to be portrayed in the way that she was portrayed during this episode. Her secret life was also pretty quickly disputed by friends who stated that Claudia was not a reckless person by nature. In September of 2009, the search for Claudia was extended to Cyprus. When I googled this location, Cyprus is an island in the Docklands area. The search was extended to this area as it was believed that Claudia had known some people who lived there and had been offered some jobs in the area as well. However, Detective Galloway said that when he interviewed these people, they were not very open and were quite reluctant to talk about Claudia and her case. The search continued until 2013, But then it was stalled due to the North Yorkshire police setting up a new major crimes unit to look into kidnaps and rapes. As a result of this new unit opening up, older cases like Claudia's were stalled. However, the case picked up again after this and further DNA testing was done in this year. And it was found that in her car there was a cigarette that had male DNA on it. However, this might be something, but it also might not. Perhaps this was a cigarette that belonged to a friend as well. In this year, it was also found that she had been in the Ackholm area of York in the weeks leading up to her disappearance, but there is nothing else listed about this fact. Following 2013, a number of individuals were arrested. Six men were arrested as suspects in her disappearance, but none were formally charged one was a man who was a project coordinator and who had worked for the university of york in the biology department he was arrested in may of 2014. this man was michael snelling it was unclear why exactly he was released but he was released on bail the following day another unnamed man was arrested in 2015 but was also released and another was arrested in 2016 on suspicion of murder, but there was a lack of evidence, so he was released. There's a lot of speculation online that whoever did this had to be a close friend of Claudia's, but there's also a lot of speculation that Claudia might be linked with a potential serial killer. This brings me to a very prominent suspect in her case, Christopher Halliwell. Christopher Halliwell was arrested for double murder and sentenced to life for the murder of Becky Godin, a 20-year-old, in 2003, and Sean O'Callaghan in 2011. Halliwell was, quote, obsessed with becoming a serial killer, and some suspect that he may have been involved with Claudia's case as well in an article in The Independent, a witness came forward and said that she saw a supposed sighting of Claudia talking to Hallowell through the window of a cab asking for change so she could make a phone call the night she went missing. Claudia also went missing the same night two years before Hallowell would kill Sean O'Callaghan. This is an eerie coincidence and some people think because of this it is connected. According to the same article in The Independent, March 18th was a significant day for Hallowell, as this was the day that he broke up with one of his partners. He also was reported to have stalked women late at night and early in the morning, which could potentially fit in with the times Claudia was out either heading to work or coming home. This is as far as suspects go in her case. Aside from Christopher Halliwell, there really isn't any prominent individuals who are considered suspects in her disappearance. Now I'm going to get into some theories about her case. The first and most prominent theory is that she was taken by someone she knew on her way to work. This is because Claudia packed her bag and was assumed to be heading off to work. Since she didn't make it there, there was a lot of speculation that perhaps somebody had kidnapped her on the way. It is important to note that Claudia also didn't have a car at the time and was walking to and from work during the time she disappeared. Therefore, perhaps someone saw her in the early morning hours that she was leaving and offered her a ride. And then abducted her from there. Also, since she did not make it to work, we know that there is potential that the crime had to have happened at some point between her leaving her house and leaving for work. However, another theory is that Claudia never even left her house for work in the first place. Perhaps someone had come over the night before or met her there in the morning before she had a chance to leave. Her work bag being packed also may have been set up by whoever the abductor was in order to make it look like she was on her way to work. Because her bag was packed and was never found it is speculated that she was abducted on her way to work but just because her bag was packed doesn't necessarily mean that she left the house with the intention of going to work. Something may have happened before she even left. Some people also point to the missing flat iron as a strange coincidence and theorize that perhaps Claudia was going to meet someone later or was planning her own disappearance. I personally don't think that the flat iron should be looked at with too much scrutiny as I believe that it can be ruled out for two reasons. One, kitchens can get quite humid and perhaps Claudia brought the straightener with her to touch up throughout the day. Two, Claudia was supposed to meet her friend later that day and perhaps brought the iron along so she could touch up before meeting her friend. Also, for those that theorize that Claudia was planning her own disappearance, it doesn't make sense that she would pack a flat iron and not her bank cards or her passport. Another theory is that Claudia's death wasn't foul play at all, but was actually an accident. A Reddit thread that was dedicated to theories about Claudia's case discusses that during the time there had been a mysterious number of people falling into canals or rivers, and they suspected that perhaps Claudia had done so as well on her way to work. However, we can rule this theory out as canals were searched and no body was found, which points back to foul play. Claudia Lawrence's case is mysterious and police have strongly pointed to foul play as the resolution for this case. It leaves a frightening thought that even though technology use is rampant and we have our phones on us all the time, it is still possible to completely disappear. Thanks for listening to this week's episode on the disappearance of Claudia Lawrence. If you are enjoying the show, don't forget to leave a rating. You can follow us on Twitter at ColdGirlsPod and submit any cases, questions, or theories to ColdGirlsPodcast at gmail.com.